Talking Like Normal People is brought to you by MyCastingFile.com. MyCastingFile, the place for talent to get their start. All right, welcome to Talking Like Normal People, a show dedicated to talking about acting, casting, and auditions, probably some other things too with people who love it. I am your host, Ryan Glorioso, casting director based in New Orleans, Louisiana. To the right of me, the future, Justin Coulter, casting associate. Hello. Oh. You know people call me that on the street now. I know. I've, I've seen it live yeah. and in person. Yeah. Hey, everybody. I just, uh, Justin, I want you to be in on this. Okay. I want to thank all of our listeners. Oh my gosh, yeah. Thank and our subscribers, listeners. especially. You know, the subscri- subscribers are really important because, you know, when the show comes out each week... They just get it they, to their phone. They, hear, they, get, right? they get an alert, like a notification. Yes. They get a notification if they go on iTunes and they subscribe or if they go on Google Play and subscribe or if they go on SoundCloud and subscribe, they get an, a notification and they don't have to worry about going and check it. Then they can just hit the little notification and then they're good. That is the future <laughs> I signed up for. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. And um, I just want to remind everybody about all of our social media stuff. Um, we have a Facebook page uh, at Talking Like Normal People. Um, you know, we're at Talk Like Normal on Twitter and we're on Instagram. Okay. So let's, right. let's remember to not loop back and say that at the end. Why? Because we just said it at the beginning. I know, but people, people need to know. They, they get it. All right. All right. <laughs> so look, um, I, got a, I got a bunch of postcards coming in. Yeah, because people people are trying to, you know, they're hamming it up on their postcards now. But I thought this one was sweet. Okay. Okay. I don't really know this actress, but um, it's it's pretty simple on the front. Just a picture of her and then my address on the other side and my name. And then her name is her website, Peppy Strife. P-E-P-I-S-T-R-E-I-F-F dot com. And she's got... One, two, three, four pictures, and then it says, Peppy Strife is currently working on Mara Brock Akil's Love Is, which is scheduled to air on OWN this Ooh, summer. That's Oprah's network, right? Yeah, that's yeah, that's the cool. Oprah Winfrey network. Neat. So do you, do you think that's her real name? Um, or do you think that's be, a stage name? It could be a nickname. Because it's or, a good one. I yeah. think both of our guests could think about changing their name to something like that and maybe they'd have wow. success. Damn. <laughs> He's like coming in strong already and we haven't even introduced them. Yeah. Um, but uh, Peppy uh, is represented by the Avery Sisters Entertainment in Atlanta. Cool. So uh, if you want to book Peppy, there it is and I'm tossing it. There it went. All right. All right. Uh, we have an actor tip of the week. Cool. All right. If you are acting for the camera, this is this is a tip that I want to give all actors. I think it's really important that you know the difference between a long shot, a two shot, a reaction shot, a close up shot, and a medium shot. I, that's wildly important. Yeah. Um, some yeah. some film actors don't know that. Mm, they should so, all go to film school. There you like go. Like I did, because I know all those terms. This episode sponsored by Full Sail don't University. Don't do that. No. <laughs> Don't give them free ad time. They have money. They to owe pay. you. They have money they to owe, pay for ad space. They owe you. All right, let's get to today's guest. Cool. <clears throat> today's guest hail from Cajun country. Yeah. I would try to do my Cajun accent, but do it. Do I'm it. not gonna. <laughs> All right, now come on now. <laughs> See, that was terrible. That was worse than normal. All right. Both of these actors are doing it with major roots in the southeastern film market. Welcome Terry Weibel and Hunter Burke. <laughs> Terry has been working steadily since 2009 with major guest starring roles on Powers and The Walking Dead, also playing opposite Tom Cruise and Jack Reacher Never Go Back. That's a big one. She didn't even remember she did that. <laughs> the look on her face. Like, Was oh, I yeah. in that film? I have so many projects. <laughs> Hunter, Hunter started this film career around the same time, right? About 2008 and has amassed a slew of acting credits. He can currently be seen on TNT's Claws and has played opposite Christian Bale in The Big Short. He is also a writer and producer with his first feature, Lost Bayou, starring Terry Weibel. Just finishing <laughs> its production schedule. Please welcome Hunter and Terry, or as I am dubbing them, the, the twerks. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to think of a celebrity name for y'all, the like twerks. a couple's name. Oh, well, we have one. Oh, what is it? It's Huntery. 
which it's Hunter. It's both it's our full names. Removed. Oh, I it's like just Hunter that. with an I. Just an I. You Hunter know, we had brainstormed for, for like, forty-eight hours, like <laughs> for like all day yeah. and a half. <laughs> That's so much better. I think I like the huntery twerks. Huntery, huntery twerks. twerks. Yeah. yeah. Or huntery, like a... you know, whichever person you like better. <laughs> oh. Huntery or huntery. All right. Oh. Sounds like a softball team. That's amazing. So when did you when did you come up with that? Uh, when did this that develop your your power couple name? Did oh no. Uh, well, we gave uh, a power couple name to uh, some friends of ours. Yeah. Uh, we gave. Um, let's see. Just some some lay people too, some regular folks, and then they in turn uh, bestowed upon us this lovely name, the Hunteri. Gonna see that on People Magazine soon. So, so you're both you're not from the same town, but you're from near the same town, correct? Correct. Yeah. Hunter, you're from. I am from Broussard, Louisiana. Come on now. You from you from Broussard? I'm from Broussard. Come on now. Y'all must be from Broussard. (laughs) Oh gosh. And Terry, you're from Arneville. Arneville. How, How? Okay. So let's. Find out a little bit about Hunter, and then we'll go to Terry, and then I want to know like how how the Hunteri was that right? Did I say the power couple name right? You yeah. said it. Yeah. yeah, sounds good. Came to be. Okay. Um, well, I guess I'll go first. I was born and raised in Broussard, Louisiana, as I just said. Um, I went to the the Saint Cecilia School, which is there, and that's kind of where I got my start acting. Uh, they used to have these little pageants, and we would go and kind of um, um, put on these skits for the the whole student body, and then also the parents that were involved. And they were always terrible. But Aww. what kind of skits? Like you were they a pageant were, boy. I was a pageant boy. Oh, interesting. Um, <laughs> they, yeah. they were just made up skits that y'all wrote. They yeah. weren't from. Uh, we didn't write them. We had people come in and write like them. Like talent which was, shows. Kind of like talent shows, but it was like dance numbers too. We would we would dance to these songs every time. Like in, for instance, in the sixth grade, my sister Darcy is a dancer, and she choreographed a dance for our fourth grade class um, called "It Was Too Crocodile Rock," and I was the crocodile. Nice. Yeah, it was a crowning achievement of my. Did you have crocodile court. legs, like, or did you have legs that you could actually dance? Yeah, with? it was a big green suit, and then it, it was this foam like head that came out. And uh, to this day, I know every single word to Crocodile Rock. Because Do you know every step to the dance? Um... No, no, I don't think I know that. Well, but I do remember, like we would do the swim during the chorus, and I would like chase the the little uh, teeny boppers across the stage. <laughs> so this is as crocodiles do. This is yeah. the fourth grade. This was fourth grade. Yeah. Okay. Do, do you do you like is fourth grade your first memory of like of you like knowing what you wanted to do and be because like yeah. that for me fourth grade is like where I peaked. <laughs> I'm serious. Like I, it's I been remember, a long downhill. I since. remember everything about fourth grade, and and I figured out so much stuff about me in fourth grade. I know it's weird. No, I knew from an early on. Um, that's a that that was what I wanted to do. Mainly because we would get out of class too. We'd put on skits for the younger class mm. in library. Miss Helen Wofford. I want to give a shout out to her. She's the one that kind of nurtured my career. But we would put on these skits, and the great thing about it was we got to get out of class. Uh, but then it became really enjoyable, and I was like, oh, I could really kind of get behind this. So St. Cecilia had a, a huge part on, in creating me as an actor. So then what happens? So then I moved on to high school where I did all the plays. You there, went from musicals. fourth grade to high school? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my was, God. Uh, wow. a, that's amazing. Child Even after prodigy. missing all that class. Too. Yeah. <laughs> it was nuts. It was the first time it's ever happened, probably the last time. But, yeah, I graduated, graduated eighth grade, moved on to... Uh, a Catholic school in uh, Lafayette called St. Thomas More. We did skits and musicals there. And then uh, I, I was still interested. I knew this was something I wanted to do. My parents thought I was crazy, but figured that was good. Um, and then from there, I... Oh, and this was cool. The incentives kind of right about that time. Well, no, I was in college. I went to UL. And I knew I wanted to do theater, so... You majored in? Majored in theater while I was there um, because they didn't have a film program, but yeah. I always knew I wanted to do film. Um, and then the incentives started kicking in. Yeah. And instead of going out of state to college, I knew I could stay and kind of, I was on scholarship. So I could stay, get an education, and also partake in the incentive, uh, the entertainment industry that was blooming around the incentives. So, so you, you uh, started working while you were in college, like in film I and did. TV? Really? The first thing I ever got was a Blue Cross Blue Shield commercial. And it was post-Katrina, I remember that. That's my health insurance provider. Right. And it was, my dad's a health insurance salesman, and he always thought it was a conflict of interest, but he didn't say anything. It was a big paycheck. Someone's going to come beat down your door about that now. <laughs> we heard that podcast. 
But yeah, that was the first thing I ever booked, and that was like it got me. I, like I was in class when I got the call, and I remember my teacher being like, "Good for you. See, yeah. it can it, it can happen." Nice. That's awesome. Um, do you remember everything about that first uh, film and TV job? I do. Or I do. Job? I mean, that was. Uh, I remember I did it with an actress named. Uh, I did the commercial with an actress named Jill Miller. Um, which I still see her every now and then on Facebook, but shout out to you, Jill. Is uh, Jill still an time. actor? I don't know. I have no idea. But uh, I remember we were like supposed to be young lovers on a dock sitting and like kind of flirting. And I was like, I don't know what to do. I'm terrible at this. <laughs> what? You went to theater school. You should know exactly know. what to do. But like they put, as soon as they put the camera on, yeah. you, it's like, wait, this isn't an audience. Yeah. This is a camera. And look how far you've come. Yeah. I know. It took a while. It took All a couple right. years. So those are the beginnings of... Mm-hmm. of Hunna Burke. Humble beginnings. The humble beginnings. Very humble. Terry, how'd you, how, where do you come from? <laughs> Tell us about you. What's, what's the story of you? Well, I am from Arneville, Louisiana. I think all, all the people in, in Arneville always say, don't forget where you came from. Don't forget where you came from when you <laughs> when you're go, from Arneville. go to Hollywood. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm not going to forget. <laughs> um, Arneville, Louisiana. Um, you know... I, whenever I was little, I, I don't know. I was always into the arts, not necessarily one thing or the other. I wanted to be a figure skater for a long time, but I was like, it's Me probably too. not the thing to do in Louisiana. <laughs> Did you actually pursue that or, or is it something that you just thought about? It's figure some, skating. I would roller skate and that was the closest that I would get. And I was pretty good. Just um, waiting for that lake to freeze. Well, <laughs> right. I mean, you're, you're a dancer, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so I didn't, I, uh, my mom didn't put me in dance until maybe junior high. Um, and then in high school, joined the dance team for like a, a year. Um, that was kind of not my vibe, but kept dancing, went to college, ended up going to college for dance. Um, and graduated in that at UL. And I think um, I think for a while I was undeclared because I did not know what the heck I wanted to do. I mean, how, how are you supposed to decide what, I, I still don't know, I just don't get that. Um, <laughs> like, decide now yeah. <laughs> so you, what you want to do for the rest you of your You weren't life. really acting until after college? Exactly, I took one theater class in college. Is that where y'all met? No. Uh, well. Close, but not there. Yeah, we a theater. The theater and dance program were, was in the same building in McLaurin. So we saw each other a lot, but yeah. never, never talked to each Star other. Cross. Oh. Okay. I know. Can you yeah. imagine an actor yeah. talking to a dancer? I know. <laughs> did you? Did you? Have you talked about this? Like, did did you want to talk to him? No. <laughs> did you want to talk know. to her? Oh, totally. Okay. She used to wear like Liar. these, and I tell her this all the time. Oh, she used to wear these leg warmers, which I thought were so hot. I was like, oh, she's like flash dance. Like I had seen that movie, and I was. Like, we all wore leg warmers. No, only you. <laughs> Maybe you're the only one I saw. Oh, oh, oh that's Lord. sweet. He's trying to be the good guy. Tell him about the store. Tell him about the Arneville store. Oh. How that got in. What. Your what parent, about your parents own a store oh well oh okay the funny okay um well in in arneville my parents um owned a video store called weibles video uh, paradise do you know my first job was at a video store go really? on me too yeah. which one <laughs> uh movie time video <laughs> this is the knockoff of blockbuster go on oh sweet weibel video um weibel's video paradise um and uh whenever i was in high school we converted half of it to a snowball stand which was cool, and I worked there all throughout high school. But we also um, we also had a popcorn machine. Um, we also had uh, my dad during the fireworks season. He would sell fireworks in there, clear out a lot of the stuff, the m- movies and, and Nintendo games, and sell fireworks. Um, so that was a few times a year. And then in the in the back, we also had a tanning bed. <laughs> oh, yeah, because of course. Yeah. I need to rent a video. Oh, I love this place. I, it was a one-stop shop. and <laughs> Such a Cajun thing. I don't know. Like was one it? building does eight things. <laughs> it was interesting, yeah. How, so. how long did, uh, did this, did, it's closed now? No. Oh. Well, you just I mean, assume video the, stores are gone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, no, You're we don't right. do videos yeah. anymore. Snowball stand and my dad still, still sells fireworks. Without nice. the tanning bed, though. Without the tanning bed, yeah. No we tanning got rid bed? of that. We got rid well, of that. Whose idea was the tanning bed? Did he just get like a deal on a tanning bed somewhere and he's like, oh, we're going you know, to tanning bed this place out? 
I have no idea. I maybe it was it the was. time like, that tanning beds were really popular, and we were like, oh, let's just, I don't know, maybe they saw one for sale. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, what, what are the, know. are there rules about owning a tanning bed? Like, can you just have a tanning bed, or do you have I'm to, sure like, know rules. something about, like, the there's tanning a, the tanning This is industry. what people want to hear about. There's right? no rules in Arneville about owning a tanning bed yeah. and running this. Okay. Was the was there videos around long enough for your parents to stock one of your movies? Like no. oh, that's a bummer. That so cool. did y'all did y'all actually start dating in college? Post college. Post college. Yeah. You didn't meet on a set, did you? We did. Oh, shut up. What? I know. Well, Crazy. I know. Yeah. Some some mutual friends of ours. But you knew um, each other from before. We. I did. mean, at, at I a, don't know, Ryan. How long did you and Robert know each other before you started dating? Sometimes love takes time. You know that. True. It takes Damn. Time. It's yeah. true All future. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> Word. Okay. So what? Okay. How did it happen? Yeah. 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 Mutual friends of ours. Um, it was right after, uh, right after I graduated in 2008, uh, some mutual friends of ours asked us to audition for, or you were already involved. Yeah, I knew that. I was on the inside. They asked <laughs> us to audition for a short film that they were putting together. And then uh, I had to read with the, the leads. Uh, the, the female leads that they were looking to cast. And so and they only auditioned. You were like, testing all the actresses. <laughs> I got you. Kissing all of them. <laughs> um, that makes it sound so bad. Uh, I think I, it was only like me and another girl that auditioned. That's, I, I think that's why I got it. Because um, I really had no experience. But um, Yeah, you didn't. But you were great. You were a natural. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't. She, she was just a natural. And so we did that together <laughs> and kind of just got to know each other and develop feelings, which you should never do. Right. On set, on set romances. Oh yeah, on it's set. a pitfall. Don't do it. <laughs> do as I say, not as I do. Exactly. There you go. Uh, so but, that's how but we it, met. It's worked out. I mean, for you too. So yeah. I mean, so I, there's an argument there mm-hmm. for yeah. it mm-hmm. actually working. So, um, so you were figuring out what you wanted to do, but uh, Terry, but yeah. Hunter, you kind of have known since the fourth yeah. grade that you wanted to be an actor I, I knew I wanted to be in film but it was it became specific later as an actor so Terry how how did you when did this light go off for you that oh wait I was it I am doing this it's happening and so I'm gonna do this Just or is it or is it something that you had to pursue um, well <clears throat> I think after doing this short film I realized this it was much different than theater which I didn't really have an interest in at the time in college, um, and so I was like, this is really different and it's more intimate, and I, as a dancer, um, I don't know, maybe that love of like presentation, and I would model for a long time, I was comfortable with a camera being in my face, even at that point, and so it was kind of a, a really neat transition to get into film and TV, and so, um, and I don't know, I think I liked it because it was a challenge, and I and it's still a, a challenge. It's still a daily challenge, but I think that's why I like it because it's hard. It's not easy. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's something there, right? You yeah. you just started doing this thing without going through like the nuts and bolts like Hunter did in yeah. college, and you start booking jobs. Yeah. You know, in a weird way, it's it's almost like she was uncorrupted. Like she just said the idea that she was used to presentation and being comfortable with a camera and yeah. she could just be herself without any corruption of like my intention, you know, my character. None of that nonsense was in the way. So she was just free to explore. Just able to, to take it for what it is yeah. and do it. Has that ever been a challenge for you? Like not not having like the Nuts that kind of bolts. training? Yeah. And I well. I want to say that it, yeah, in one point that it hasn't like corrupted my brain. It's not like all these methods jumbled up in my brain. So I feel like that's a good thing. But at the same time, I feel like I need to know all of those um, just just to know. And maybe I really connect with one. And so I feel like, um, you know, the past, I don't know, 10 years, I've just been maybe bouncing around to different acting classes and I'm like maybe maybe something's gonna click and, and really help me in that way but then at the same time I'm like I don't wanna corrupt my brain with all this <laughs> all this stuff and I, I feel like I some, hear you. yeah in some instance it kind of helps me so not you, to know all that. So you guys for, you know, nine, eight years worked very steadily here in the southeast. What what was the impetus to say hey let's let's they let's move to los angeles which, which is where they live now which is like the main thing i wanted to 
I wanted to talk about because you guys were working here, sure. right? You guys were doing very well here, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So because, yeah. Yeah. To, to answer that question, I just think that's a big thing people are going to want to yeah, hear about. Like, yeah. Like what, what, what brings you to take you out of that comfort yeah. zone of working <laughs> consistently and, and go to this giant pool of people? I just want to know what made you decide that and then how's it going? Yeah, no, it's a great question. And um, how long has it been? And tell tell the world. Tell like, the world. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think the impetus was this was like a year, a year and a half removed. It, it, the industry here had kind of seen a slowdown yes. in New Orleans. They had a, kind of corrected the incentive, and productions kind of stopped coming for a little bit. So Terry and I kind of looked at each other at that time and said, you know, we're not getting any younger. Um, our lease is coming up on our house. Uh, we can either, you know, chase the market to Atlanta, which is beautiful and fantastic in Georgia, um, or do something completely unexpected and move out to California, which we, you know, never lived that far away from home, um, never had the stakes that high. Um, and yeah, I, I d we were working consistently in the South and, and I mean, sort of. I mean, yeah, I mean, enough. <laughs> you know, we weren't we weren't going you crazy, were, but I mean, you, you were guys, doing well. We, guys, yes, yeah. we were working. Woo, yeah, sure. it's it's because like the thing is like I see a lot of people out here and they're not booking at all. They're not getting any traction, and they're like, oh, I'm gonna go to California, and I talk about it a lot. Yeah, and and I want to see the perspective of of people that are. You were doing well. You're at you're yeah. at the you know at the top of the pile of Louisiana actors, and you. Well, thank you for saying that. You That's know what incredibly, you are. Yeah. <laughs> you know what you are. Did you not feel like that? <laughs> no, no. I, I I mean I don't think we think it's in never, terms of like it's that. never enough. Yeah, it's never enough. It's, sure. <laughs> it's funny that is a strange dichotomy. I you really never think of it in terms like that. But there's an exploratory aspect that I was interested in. I, again, I can't speak for both of us, but. There was this idea that I had always planned on going out to California after college, and I never did, and for a great reason, because the industry picked up here, but I always wanted to know. Um, there's just a lot of things. I'm curious in that way, uh, which can be kind of deadly at points, just because it could be career suicide, but who knows? Then I would know. Um, yeah. So I think that was, for me, that was the impetus, just to kind of see what was on the other side of the fence, because, I mean, and this is much better, but, you know, you hear that, oh, they won't hire L.A. I mean, they won't hire local actors for, like, big roles in the Southeast, okay? That was a myth we'd kind of heard on and off. And it was like, well, let's go see if we can figure out if that is true or if that is false. What'd you find? <laughs> what are you finding? Yeah, finding. I need to know. <laughs> it's, it's more, it's, it's not as black and white of a question or an answer as that. Mm -hmm. it's, it's circumstance dependent. As soon as I moved away, I ended up booking a job back here through the through a southeast casting director uh, that has continually brought me back for the last you know year and a half. I didn't book that out there, but I had to go and I guess feel like I was isolated for a little bit. And I remember that audition; I put everything I had into it, and I was like, "There's no way I'm gonna get this." You just never know, right? I mean, um, I don't know. And Terry, what about you? What's the transition been like for you? You know, I never really wanted to move to L.A. I never wanted to, but whenever we started going there, we would go there for like a month at a time dur during pilot season and episodic and um, just to kind of like see the lay of the land. Maybe, I, I mean, I have a manager out there. I'm like, maybe he can get me an audition or two, just like see what life is like there and going into rooms there. Um, and... It grew on me, the nature. I mean, I love nature and just the mountains are always magical. It's so flat here. <laughs> and so um, it, it really grew on me in that aspect. And, um, and yeah, I think as an actor, you always want to keep pushing yourself to do bigger and better things. And, and it was slowing down a little bit here. And, and I think part of me just wanted a different, a change of pace, just a change of scenery. And I'm like, well, you know, I think... I think we, I remember we did say that. We were like, you know, years later, I think if we didn't give LA a shot, we would have regretted it. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah. And yeah, we're not getting any younger. Um, but we also wanted to make sure that we were ready resume wise. We yeah. didn't want to just go out there with no resume exactly. and just be one of, you know, the bajillion of other actors. Resume um, and representation wise, because I feel like that's another battle that, yeah. you know, I feel like because you you had a manager in LA before you moved out there. I did. Yeah. So what's what is uh, 
what is something that you can tell our regional actors who might be thinking about moving to Los Angeles and making the change? Like what, what's a, a major struggle that you've encountered or like a major success that you've, you know, it doesn't have to be, it could be one or the other or both. From sure. living in LA? Yeah. Like, like the trans from the transition of moving from here to mm. getting your agent, like what, what has been like the ch- most challenging thing? I mean, Robert said this in his first interview in the first episode of the show, it's expensive. You got to go out there Money. and you got to be able to bankroll yourself or get a job to where you can work within the industry. That's a number one. Cause if you can't live out there, yeah. Don't go out there. So do you guys have uh, survival jobs out there? Ooh, look at me like They're that. working. You're, <laughs> we, we're both we're, working yeah, actors. I'm, I'm asking the and question. No, I want to know. Very yeah. good question. Are, do you have side jobs out there? Are you just... That's a great question. I always did, but since I moved out to L.A., I'm, I, I mean, I feel like I can pat myself on the back. I haven't had a side job, but I'm ready to get one at any point yeah. that I get desperate. <laughs> you're, you're staying humble in case the gods want to... I'm ready at any yeah. point yeah. to get you a side job. You think you're doing well, Terry? Right. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, I'm definitely not making money, but I'm not losing, losing. a ton. Yeah. So I'm... But so I'm like, okay, this is, yeah. you know... You're holding steady. And yeah. I think... That's Han, the dream. Han talked about that in his episode about living within your means. And I think that's an important thing. Yeah. I mean, especially out there. You, you guys... Eating ramen noodles, or you? Uh... We eat out way too much. Too. That's where That's all the money, all the money yeah. goes. Oh yeah, it's so good though. Um, <laughs> it's, it's huge. There's city so to many, explore so many great all. places to eat in Los Angeles. Yeah. So many different cultures, and I know. I mean, but sorry, I got sidetracked okay. about the expenses. No, I think a thing you have to understand is what what do you have to offer the market of LA that 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 nobody else can? Um, I like that. It's huge. There's so many people out there. It helps to go out with credits and resume, but that's not a guarantee. It absolutely helps to go out with representation that, that you have lined up, but that's, but that's not, a not a guarantee either. Right. But like, you know, when you say have representation lined up, do you mean like your Southeast agent or like Terry, your manager, or like you had connects with agencies before you got there? I, I mean, it's 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 always great. I mean, uh, More than man, our Southeast agent. Yeah. Shout out to Alex White. That man is killing the game. Alex. We love that guy. Um, <laughs> if he's not in cans or something. I'm in uh, But yeah, it, retain your Southeast agent. But the, the big note would be to you know, have, an, have some sort of representation that can get you into rooms out there. Or at very least can get you some sort of meeting. Yeah. Like you would, you're just ahead of the game if you line that up before you even go out there. Yeah. Well, you guys bring up a a great point having the Southeast agent while living in Los Angeles. I mean, that's got to, you know, for the, for the regular actor that does that, that plays both market, that's got to add a tremendous expense to your life. It does. You know, because you're, you know, for me, if I'm hiring someone within the regional market, I'm looking for a local, local actor. Exactly. So, you know, oh, do, are you spending a lot of money on airline tickets or have you lucked out for the most part? Uh, you, you know, with what you've been doing regionally versus, you know, bringing yourself in sure. to Louisiana or to Atlanta or wherever, or have you been lucky enough to have, you know, the powers yeah. to get you what you deserve and that's to not have to buy your own plane ticket. It's a little <laughs> of both. I mean, yeah. it, you just have to have that understanding of where you're willing, if you're willing to work so, as a local, yeah. you got to do it. And, and I, you know, I, I was, am, I don't know, I'm a worker. Alex can kill me. Uh, <laughs> why are you ruining this for us, Hunter? All those years of work. Um, no, I think that's something you also have to be prepared to do if you want to work in the Southeast and you're on that West Coast, East Coast, whatever. I mean, you have to be prepared to pay for plane tickets, for callbacks, for you know putting yourself up when you come here. Make friends with people who live in the market that you're going to work. Yeah, in. I was so going to say you guys have a house. nice network, right? Absolutely. Yeah, and do you, does that network extend to Atlanta right now? Like, if you needed to be in ATL, do you have people? I can help you. Out. We are very lucky. Like people to stay with. Yeah. 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 But then, I, but I I feel like me personally, I always would rather just. If I'm there for work or an audition, I hate to stay with someone because I just want to be alone. I don't want to have to socialize and stay at someone's house. I really, I just want my own little space. So Focus I'm like, on I'd your, rather just get a yeah. little So you can hotel. prepare your yeah. role. Now, Terry, I, you know, I've, it feels like I've seen you, well, both of you have definitely like <coughs> been doing great and progressed, but it seems like you've really hit this trajectory in your career where you've gotten these amazing 
you know, roles and opportunities where you're recurring on these television shows. Um, I know that, you know, early on you did the web, one of the web series that I was part of and you're a series regular on it. Like, like no training, all this stuff, but, and you're getting these amazing opportunities. Like also booked preacher. Not with, not without through us. the assistance of us. Not through us. No, but yeah. wait, I feel like y'all I might have put was. in a no, good word. No, right? we we looked at the auditions swear, come in and we were I, like, I swear to you, <laughs> when I saw, I didn't actually didn't even know that you were in their mix until they sent you for approval, and I was yeah. like, oh my god, oh my god, <laughs> oh, <it's> so <laughs> great. yeah. And uh, so, I mean, that's that's got to feel really good, right? I mean, you've you're and you have this commercial out now. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, like, oh, like, yeah. She gives you. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that project. Oh. I have I have so many you irons in the fire right it. now. <laughs> no, I mean, guys, gotta, I really have a bad memory. I just forget. it's got like, oh, yeah. gotta feel great. I mean, <laughs> getting these amazing opportunities because that like especially coming from a regional market. And landing, you know, such sizable roles like that consistently, mm-hmm. that doesn't happen for a lot of people. No, it doesn't. And I mean, do you feel like, do you feel like you're lucky or what I, do you think, what do you think attributes to that for you? like, yeah, I always say that I, I lucked out, but maybe it's, you know, maybe it's right place at the right time. I always make excuses like, oh, everybody was probably like on vacation during this time. <laughs> And that's probably why I was like the only one that showed up. All the other good actors died on the way there. (laughs) Jesus. I guess we'll cast Terry. Do you guys, do you guys like help each other with material? Like, are you each other's acting coaches? We do. Yeah. Yeah. She, she's really good. She's helped me a a lot. Are you, are you, um, do you get along when you're doing these things or is it a fight? It depends Ooh, on the day. Are you That's speaking funny. from personal? Oh, yeah. Ryan yeah. and Robert oh, fight. Yeah. Yeah. War of the Roses yeah. most times. Yeah. It's a hit and miss sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes we work well together, sometimes not so much. Yeah. But it's Stop a- reading it. Like Robert gives me line readings all the time. Like He's like, I, I don't want to make you, I, I don't want you to get upset, but right, right, right. could you please just say this line faster and come in quicker and, and pause here? And I'm like... Does he do that for your audition? <laughs> no, when he comes in to read he for me, he read. doesn't. He doesn't do that. I'm, I'm there to act as a when I'm tape, taping him for someone else. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it's a big advantage, I think. That there's some disadvantages of two actors yeah. dating, but I think there's I think really? more advantages to um, disadvantages. <laughs> two actors dating isn't a match made in heaven, drama free. You would think. Oh. I know. Interesting. And a hunter, you're you're working on claws right now, right? Maybe. Um, maybe. Oh, <laughs> let's edit that part out, Jason. I guess we can't talk about it. Let me ask this question again, Hunter. You're working on a show right now, right? I Here? am. Yeah. And the I'm gonna understand you weren't supposed to be in as many episodes as as you were. Is that true? That's true. I think when I signed up, um, they just kind of said it's X amount of episodes, and yeah. over the course of time, that kind of grew. Um, and God, it's hard to beat around this bush because yeah. like, the details are within. Well, my, um, my main my main question is like, what's what was that experience like? Is that was that like a goal you set out to do? Was it something that the writers are just like, oh, we need this character? Or was someone like, I love this guy, let's give him more? I or do you have no clue? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, you really don't. Uh, I guess you kind of see where the function of your character would come in mm-hmm. and play, and I think they just were able to figure out a really interesting way. I think. You know, this this is going to sound vain, but, you know, I showed up on set and, like, I I, I was there every day. Like, my job depended on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I knew my lines. I didn't, you know, I, I didn't <laughs> I didn't go off. I didn't freak out. I, you know, I, I did my job. And I think at the end of the day, that's all you can ask for yeah. from an actor. Um, with also some surprise in the best way possible. Um, and so I think when producers and, you know, kind of semi-speaking from experience here, but when you see somebody like that who can deliver the the performance and, and you know, not mess they, the setup. They yeah. trust you. They yeah. trust you, and yeah. We yeah. see that happen a lot. Like, showrunners will be like, oh, I love that actor. We're going to give him more lines. Let's put him in another episode. It, yeah. Yeah. it happens, and I would have, you know, a lot of it could be due to the talent, but I'd, I'd imagine sometimes they're just like, this guy's a pro, and we like having him around. 
and you know we've also seen the opposite we have seen yeah. the opposite and it's, see, yeah. it, it's a fine line I was going to mm-hmm. say yeah. because you could go in there as the actor and be just the needy actor knowing yeah. that that is your your mark is to get more episodes yeah. and then you just come off as really yeah. desperate yeah. and kind of it's like that's there's some line in there that, you know you know what you should do when you're on those sets right talk like a normal person <laughs> just and when you're not acting just be a normal person yeah, that's right. just be, be a normal enjoyable get on your phone take a normal amount of craft services yeah. <laughs> don't load up back your to your don't, hotel don't don't bring it back to your hotel <laughs> leave with a basket of apples you guys don't do that <laughs> i did no i always did as a set pa i well, think i think pa have the hotel. right that's your job as a set pa yeah it's stuff I mean, your pockets yeah because you gotta like <laughs> clean up the crap at the yeah. end of the day and so. they don't pay you near enough no, i mean don't. you guys make the the every day-to-day stuff run so yeah you, you, you guys, I don't do I don't do that no more. But yeah, those PAs right, out there, right, true right. future. So, yeah. is there anything you can tell us about about your movie that you just uh, yeah I would that you love. guys just did? Yeah, um, it's we, funny that you're producing it and she's starring it. Did you guys wrote, know that? Wrote it. Wow. You guys know yeah. that was gonna happen? <laughs> yeah, I mean it was a tough audition process. We brought in a lot of girls. You yeah, know, it was really really hard stuff. No. We had to kiss each one. <laughs> I had to kiss. Guys. I can't even joke about. He's that. not even it's, in the. It's kind of weird when the writer has yeah. to kiss each actress. Oh, weird. <laughs> no, I mean he uh, made me kiss all the girls <laughs> for the audition. <laughs> I was like, oh, honey. it got weird. Wow. Uh, and he took his camp. Never mind. No, 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 no. no, you can't. Just don't even go down that road. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, what what had happened is me and my co-writer had worked on a couple scripts before, and this was the one. We, this this project, Lost Bayou, came out of necessity. We knew we wanted to make something, and we knew we wanted to make something for cheap. And the other projects, the other scripts that we had written, I was the lead, and I was like Nick, who is my co-writer. I was like Nick, I'm tired of writing myself as the lead for this. We're gonna write one for Terry because. I don't think anybody's going to be interested in seeing me in this. And it just connected a lot of dots. She was the perfect fit for, uh, it's a Cajun story. And I mean, she's from Arneville. Um, She's a dynamic actress. And I knew she could play outside of her range with something like this. And I mean, the way I looked at it, it was an opportunity for her because it it would have been an opportunity that I would have liked to have gotten to do something different. That's so sweet. Were you always a writer? He's he's making you a star. I just want you to know. She's already a star. We'll see. That's true. Yeah. Were you you always uh, a writer? Did you always have an interest in writing? No, I came, I mean, let's see. In in college, I almost minored in like English, which I love English. I love reading. but it Nerd. never, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> poetry. Um, no, it came out of necessity because it's the old adage, like I, I wasn't getting the stuff that I wanted to read for, yeah. and so I started writing, and it became just like a, a way for me and my co-writer, who happens to be a really good friend, to just connect, and we would have drinks and come up with really bad ideas, but those bad ideas became good ideas, and eventually it just it it was a it was a piece of leisure that we could share, and we would get something out of it. And then when we finally kind of started assembling, <clears throat> excuse me, we started assembling the team uh, of filmmakers around us, it started to become real. Yeah. And so we started to put more effort into making uh, these films producible. So um, how, how has writing um, affected your acting in any way? Han Soto on his episode had spoke about that, and I wanted to ask the same question. Yeah, I mean, he, and he's totally right. I think he, he when you write, you understand where the character functions and how it fits in. And as an actor, when you get sides, you can understand that function as well. Um, I think just understanding what scene to scene and then the arc of the character, uh, why it's in there, and then what the purpose is, and you know, knowing when you're Hamlet and knowing when you're, you're Horatio. I mean, that's a huge difference. You have to know what that role is. But I guess more than anything, it's just honoring and i think he said this too it's just honoring that the intent of the writer you have a lot more respect when you you know honor the time well yeah when you have to like kind of do a lot of this bs and like just kind of put it all on the page um when you can sit through that process and come out the other side there's so much more respect for the the sides that you get so i I highly i mean he said it too i highly recommend everybody try writing just so you can get that perspective and not even just to make your movie just to like under like a learning experience absolutely yeah. and, and terry what was your experience like on the film on this oh on man I, i'm i was so grateful for um for hunter writing this part because it's a part that i would not normally get to play 
it's very out of my type, but I knew that I could do it. I knew that it was in my wheelhouse. And I think Hunter knew that as well. And, you know, from the get-go, he didn't tell me I'm writing a part for you. I don't think you ever told me that. Um, mm. But you wanted to write a female lead. Um, and... Just not from. I didn't want to write a. Yeah, I didn't want to write a male knowledge. lead. So yeah. the other side. Yeah, but of he that, didn't yeah. tell you it was default. for you. <laughs> so I was just by default. So uh. <laughs> a lot of a lot of people, you know, think about making their own film, you know, and what's the realist the realistic uh, look this. at this? Like, what kind of toll does it take on you? I mean, here's the truth: it takes a village. It takes yeah. every bit of the people in the network that you know that you make. You guys were part of that. I know. Y'all saw. I'm sorry. Am but, I not it, right. No, you're answering great. So, and so how does that make you feel? Like you're you're pulling like from every resource that you have and like getting this for nothing and this for a little bit and paying people like a quarter of what they get. You know, like it's it's does that push you harder to just make the best film in the world or is it something you're like I'm, I'm I can't do this ever again no no it's I mean <laughs> that's good <laughs> you know it's incredibly humbling to be surrounded by that type of, of uh, encouragement and uh, I, I don't know maybe we'll never get a chance to do it again but it was you, you kind of have to know when to call your shot and I think this was the perfect time right. to do that and so to call in all of the favors at this time to make this one thing that all of us were really passionate about because it's not just about making the movie when you make a movie you actually, it has to mean something to you because mm -hmm. it's going to suck a lot. And at the end of the day, it has to make sense from your heart, not your brain. Because there's nothing about the brain that makes sense about making a movie. I mean, y'all work within it. Y'all know. Yeah. But it's just amazing what happens. Every day people would show up, the crew would show up to set and we were paying them next to nothing, you know, peanuts. And I'd be like, wow, you're back. Literally peanuts. <laughs> yeah. you came they were all elephants. It's crazy. <laughs> no, but they would show up. And, and I think it had a lot to do with our director uh, and, and our cinematography. I mean, they were, they were the lead um, kind of spirits on set. And they created an atmosphere where people felt they were artistically free, but also to have a good time. It was very much a family. And that's the thing. Go make movies you know, that you can actually make, but make them with people you love because it will get tough. And, and, you know, that's, that's movie making, but make sure you're doing it for it, the right reason. What was the biggest challenge while y'all were filming? Y'all had some big ones, right? Like oh, it snowed the first day of production <laughs> in South Louisiana, wow. which was wild. Oh we had to cancel God. the next day because it kept snowing. That's, that's ice God on the ground. Sending you, a you think this is going to be easy, yeah. Hunter? <laughs> um, no, I mean, there was that. We shot on water. We shot like 60% of it on the water and then like 30% of it docked at the, at the, dock um takes place on a houseboat so it's a lot of water um wow. listen we had a, a tough schedule um we could i think everybody would always say more time more money yeah but at the end of the day we got off relatively easy considering you know we were able to do what we did and get what we needed um the weather was just i mean most of it takes place outside That's and so weird. the weather was always wacky but we Can I just point out your cute man bun? Oh my gosh. Oh my, I was How going cute. to. Okay. I was going to. I got to, a good view right this now. Hunter is sporting the man bun these this days. Is, this is devolved. This We're, is what happens when you move to LA. There's going to be. Oh, man bun. It's just going to, it's going to get Watch higher out, and higher. I'm going to go to, I'm going to have right a man top. bun. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. And that, that'll that's be, it. that'll be. They the give extent. it to I'm going to get you a, like yeah. a, a honey bun. Oh, I and love that. That'll be it. Stick it to the top of your head. Yeah. And it's delicious. Um, <laughs> so before we switch to, uh, if y'all have any questions for us, what's something that you want casting or producers to know about you that they don't already know? It could be, you know, something outside of acting or anything you want, like something that you want people to know about that you, that that's hard for you to show in any other way. Cause you wouldn't just tell them this on a normal basis. I'm just going to keep talking. I'm going to explain I this question. About this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I keep it talking and to, to give us That's more time to think. I'm talking like an abnormal person yeah. here. Um, man, that's and I knew this question was coming. And yet you look so baffled. Yeah, yeah. because I'd, I had not thought about it. Yeah. I'd listen to the show. Um, okay, I, I'll go. go, um, go I think uh, I'm willing to go in for anything as far as reading for any role, I'm willing to go in and follow my face, even if I'm wrong for it. 
because I'm of the idea that this is the audition is not is not a precursor. It's not an end game. It's a part of the process. And I think in order to really enjoy what you do, you have to love everything. And I love going in because when I started thinking of it as an audition, as more of a rehearsal than an audition, it became infinitely more exciting. And and maybe that doesn't work for everybody. I still prepare, but I, I'm willing to go in and fall on my face. That sounds brilliant. Think of the audition yeah. as a rehearsal. Sub question, is yeah. there a, an audition that is memorable that you fell on your face and yes there is what's that it was for liz it was great oh Uh, man he told me about it and it was so funny god and i I still cringe um (laughs) okay so gambit it was the auditions for gambit the first time around man uh, i want that part so all right anyway and so like it was this big monologue and i went in to do a cajun accent and i it's for one of the thieves and i made this choice that the thief had just, the character that I was reading for, had just uh, robbed some, like, had just snatched a purse, and he was digging in it. And that throughout this monologue, I was putting on this makeup, like, from the bag that I had, I brought in this prop purse. That was my makeup. And I was putting on makeup Why? while I was giving this uh. monologue, because I was like, this... And, <laughs> and, it, it, and it didn't work? And so Liz, at the end of it, we, we cut, and she was like, well, aren't you pretty? <laughs> and man, I you know I I you know live by the sword, die by the sword. Yeah. I had brought makeup wipes, so she was like, "Well, now you're all made up." And I was like, "No, no, I got this other thing." So we scrapped it. But I was proud of that idea, less proud with the execution of how it came off. I right. mean, that's memorable. Sure is yeah, yeah. Can we see that tape, Liz? God, Liz, uh, please I'm, burn it. I would <laughs> bet you one thousand percent that she, she has, has that tape. Yeah. And I will be watching it. And I know it's bad. I know it's a bad. (laughs) And I may or may not have seen it. Oh, Oh, great. See, and and I know, I know, again, the idea was great. Like everyone can see. No, no, I'm just kidding. And Terry, Um, what about you? Any, anything you want the people to know? I think it's that I'm proud that I can always see the big picture and keep a positive mindset on everything that I do. Um, I give it my all. Um, I think something that people might not know, oh, I don't know um, how to word this, but I, I love roles where I can get down and dirty and do something different, whether it's, I don't know, whether it's dealing with water or body paint. I really would love to do a role with like, you know, some sort of creature because I have experience yeah. in that. I've body paint modeled all over the world. Wow. And and True. so I, I don't know. I Or I holding love... a stick of butter under your yeah. chair. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'd love to do that. Spoiler <laughs> alert. <laughs> it's out. You can watch uh, it. Season three. <laughs> um yeah. Wait, that. you've body paint modeled all over the That's world? A bad way to put it, but I modeled body paint, yes. The oh. World Body Painting Festival what? She in won, Austria. She won Model of the Year. <laughs> Shut what? your mouth. Yeah. I think that's my biggest achievement. I think that's something that people should know about you. Yeah, yeah. you're Model so of the Year. So are you completely naked and just painted? Um, uh, yes, um, except... <laughs> so overseas for the World Body Painting um, Competition, you don't have to have like nipple covers, but you do kind of have to have something like... Down below. Crotch cover. There's I forget a, there's what they call word. that. Yeah, yeah. What I can't is, think. Not, it's not a merkin. I was going to say a meerkat, but I think that's an actual an animal. <laughs> it is. Yeah, I think Hakuna it's a meerkat. It's a meerkat. <laughs> a meerkat. That's your subculture Aww. genre. <laughs> yeah. You have to wear the meerkat. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. So, uh, that's wow. Great. It's great. I mean, you feel clothed because you're covered. I mean, you can't tell. I you. feel like I know so much more about you now. I didn't know. I mean, I I've, I've, think I've seen some pictures of you like painted, but I didn't know you were like a world champion of this it art was form. insane it was insane hunter was there were you did there you go to austria year? i did it was yeah, awesome it's like time. this huge outdoor festival it's kind of like festival international it's a different but world. In, austria. In, in austria and then they have body painting they have music they have and you know it's just everybody speaks a different language it was, it was fantastic i don't do it too much anymore i feel like i like checked it off the list I was like mm. i got model of the year at the world okay i could check okay go check that off top. the list wow. next that's a boy style <laughs> That was great. It's awesome. All right. All right. Enough about us. Do you guys have any questions for Justin and myself? Oh, oh wow. Okay. Ooh, it's okay. a list, but it, they're all stupid. Let Do you want to start out. there, kid? No, you go ahead. All right. 
<laughs> okay, so I'm gonna start with basic stuff, and maybe you've already answered this. Who picks the audition sides? That's a good question. Um, you know, like for the movie where we just started today, we we basically just pull them yeah. from the script. Um, most of the roles we do will be like one scene, two yeah. scenes, so we can use them all. For TV, a lot of times they'll write the sides. You know, there may not even be a script before we start casting. So they'll send us from the writer's room. They'll send us sides yeah. that are just written for the auditions. Um, yeah, we usually get them approved. Yeah. You know, if we pull them, we'll ask if, if there needs to be approval before, you know, sending them out to the actors. Um, and if these are the scenes that the director might have specific scenes that they want to see. So, But who decides where the scene starts? This guy. Yeah. Whoever, whoever who, is marking them Yeah, up. who puts that start? Yeah, I'm going to put it at this line. <laughs> That's an art. <laughs> it is. That is an art. It is. It is. You want to have a good lead in line, and, and you want some context. And then what I like to do, which probably everybody with sense would like to do, is not always end right on that actor's line. Like, give them plenty of time to have reactions at the end. Well, yeah. sure. Yes. Mm, it sure. is, an, it well, is sure. an art. Well, sure. Well, sure. That's 80% Good question. when you start. <laughs> Go oh, ahead, is it me? Yes. Um, besides a postcard, um, what can like for a lot of beginning beginner actors or people that are just new to the area, um, they'll message me like, "What can I do to like? What, what can an actor do to get on your radar besides a postcard?" Do they have an agent already? Because what if what that, if they don't? They would. I would get an agent. You just first. have to get yeah. an agent because if you can't get on yeah. an agent's radar, like. And then what? Right. And then what if their agent just isn't submitting them, or you're not calling them in? Mm. That's a tough one. Oh man! How can they, you know, reach out to you? Have a good reel, but then like, but then like, you don't have a good reel. Um, and then, but then, what would they do? Email it to you? I think it's yeah. important to have to have the agent, yes, and to have someone who really believes in you. So yeah, you don't just get an agent to get an agent. Like if you if you are they weed out contacting people. agencies just like through the internet like hey what's your submission policy and then they just sign you up based on your headshot and resume and don't ever want to see a scene from you or see any work yeah. from you then they have no idea what you can do and they're probably not going to be pushing you very hard right yeah. right they're probably not going to call me up or email me and say, hey, I really think you should see Terry Weibel. She's really good for this because they have no clue. So I think it's really important for you if they're not having you come to the, their office or where, wherever to do a scene for them, mm. they you should record something that shows off your work, maybe yeah. something in your living room that you can say, hey, look, this is a sample audition. Um, oh, but it better be good. Yeah, I'm not saying to send to us the <laughs> audition, to send to the yeah, agent. Yeah. You know, I mean, if it's not good, they're not gonna. Yeah, they're not right. gonna well, sign you up. An another thing to think about is like, there's some agencies that'll just sign anybody. Like anybody mm -hmm. can walk walk off the street and get an agent. So it's not just get an agent. It's make sure you get a trustworthy. And as Ryan said, like someone that's gonna believe in you. Someone who has yeah. good taste. Yeah. You know, who has, look at who else is on their roster. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. do they have quality talent on their roster or is it, you know, a bunch of people who walked in off the street and it's just a numbers game for them? Yeah. You know, um, if, if you are a good actor, I am convinced that you will get on my radar. Yeah. It may take a little time, but, you know, invite casting to your plays um send, send an occasional uh postcard i know <laughs> i know i hate that uh, or an occasional email <laughs> to say hey i'm you know i'm i'm doing uh, check out this link to a new short film i watch those sometimes yeah. i mean i'm not saying like bombard me with that everybody listening but you know if you have something you're proud of i'm more than happy to watch yeah. it you know um Sometimes actors will ask me to watch their demo reels. Like, hey, would you mind watching this and tell me what you think? No, that's my. I love and, demo and reels. And if I have yeah. time, I will watch it. If I don't, then you Can know, I send you, you, mine? you it's because <laughs> yes. I'm it's because I'm really busy at the time that you yeah. sent it. Sure. You know, yeah. so I'm not offended that you sent it. Mm. If I, you don't hear back from me, it's not because I was offended. <laughs> Try again. 
You yeah, know, it's yeah. like persistence. It's like uh, Lara Grice said in hers. She called Claudia Spiker every Tuesday for a whole year. So if until you she signed her, call wow. Ryan Glorioso no. every, every Tuesday. Tuesday. She was you persistent. know exactly where to get his phone number. No, she was five, persistent. Five, five. All I'm saying <laughs> is that she was persistent. And don't call me. <laughs> On Tuesdays. Yeah. And um, I'm going to harp like I do every episode is demo reels. We live in a world of demo reels and the future is demo reels and <laughs> and just have it. Make sure it's but make sure it's good. Didn't you watch someone's reel today or yesterday and like it started? You're like, no, now I'm unselecting you. You're I, not. A, yeah, you did, did that. You did. did. You someone had an audition. No, I no, mean, they, they, I was considering. You you clicked select, notice they had a reel, and you're like, oh, and then you unselected them. Ooh, he yeah, so you want to you want to have a good. Well, make it I good. did. I mean, no, he, but you were right well, to do that. My director wants to see as many he, as many reels for this as possible, and yeah. I wouldn't send that person's demo reel. Exactly. You know. Hey, oh, I have a good one. Okay, cool. No, I don't know. I don't know if this is good or not. It is. Um, I'll tell you. So <laughs> what do you think about, I know a lot of people have differing opinions about this. What do you think about um, people who use their sides even for callbacks or people who never even bring their sides into the room? What do you think about both of those things? That is a good question because it'll spark a debate right now. I think, um, okay, so I think that, yes, bring your sides with you if you want have them you know i just think the scene should be ready to go no matter if you're gonna if you're gonna glance at the page or just have the sides as a security blanket or if you're gonna come in off book with no sides in sight um it just it needs to be ready because i don't want to see you like you know forgetting your stuff and then not knowing where to pick it up and you don't have your sides to go look at it um, and then on the flip side, I don't want to see you buried in the script. Right. You know, most people, as you guys know, as actors, actors come in off book, mm-hmm. you know, and like if you're not coming in off book, the person before you and the person after you is coming in off book. Yeah. So it's competitive. You yeah. know, that's the competitive yeah. nature of like that's your job interview. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So you want to do whichever route you take. You want to do the best possible job with the scene that you can it doesn't matter to me if you're holding paper in your hand or not. Right. And interesting you should say that, Ryan. It, it, no, it doesn't matter no, to I, me. No, no, well, 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 okay. <coughs> okay. Well, well, Don't get well. defensive. Guys, put the knives down. You're, you're right to be defensive because I'm about to attack you. Um, Go ahead. Because there was, it was an earlier episode, or maybe, maybe we were just talking in real life, where you had... Close fist said, "Be off book." Well, you should be. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, the but actor, you, yeah. I'm saying if you okay, so she's saying coming for a callback mm-hmm. or whatever. I'm not going to fault anyone for having a paper in their hand. It's their right as a as talent. I'm not audition, expecting. Right? Yeah, it's an audition. Mm-hmm. It's not the performance in quotations, right? Air quotes. It's not. Yeah. It's not the day of work. Yeah, but. but people are coming in like it's the performance and they are winning the job. So I'm just yeah. telling you, if you want to be competitive, you know, put, put it all out there, you I know, like or as, yeah. or as I much as you can, yeah. you know? Yeah. I like that. I know you don't have as much prep time as you might have if you have the job. Yeah. But don't, like, also don't, don't get in your head if like you see people going in without their sides and then you're like, I'll never book this role because I have paper in my no, hand. No, I, I yeah. would never say that. Yeah. Always take I paper. I mean, <laughs> we, we help, dude, we help people cheat. Oh, oh my cheat. God. No, how, how, all the time. How many times a week? Yeah. You walk up and he's like, can you read this? Can you see this? Okay. And, Ooh, sweet. Because yeah. I want you to you're be the good. Best. I want you're you to be best. good. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to work any harder than I have to. I yeah. want you to be good. Right. Hey, what would you guys be doing if you weren't doing this? I mean, not like right now, but like I'd as probably, a job. I'd probably be like a catering manager at a hotel oh, or really? something. Man. Yeah. I I would just be in a different film department. I've something I've, in film. That yeah, was my I've, question. Yeah, I've worked in various film departments. Um, I went to film school, and I've I always I always knew it was gonna be where I end up. So, I I have I have. I used to have many skills. Now I only have like three skills, and like one of them's casting. So <laughs> I might, I might be at a water park. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not working, just sliding, just on hanging a out. water slide. But if I w- if I wasn't in film at all, I don't know. Maybe I'd be a teacher. Maybe my comedy career would take off, and then 
Oh, and then you'd be in movies. Oh, damn. Jeez. Full circle. That was going to be my question. If you guys had to pick a job in the film industry, other than casting, what would it be? Ooh. Ooh, I, do, I do like that question. Wow. Um, I know my answer, I think. Could you go back to acting? Right. Would I go back to acting? Ooh. Um, right? Because you don't really, you don't do I, anything with acting, right? These days? No. I, I would, I mean, sure. I'm, I'm all, always be an actor at heart, so yes. <laughs> but I... I could probably do, I could produce, you know, on some level. I would want to be a creative producer, though, you know, and not like the money, you know, line by line guy. Executive producer. Yeah. But the creative one. Creative. Yeah. Yeah. The one that cares. Yeah. (laughs) The one who helps make make decisions on (laughs) casting and, you know, other creative things. I I would see myself... um, maybe taking the route of a producer. I really much enjoyed being a set PA and for a while I saw myself being an AD. Um, but there, there's always, there's always been a, an itch inside of me to direct music videos. And oh my God, you're like Brent Caballero. Oh, don't, don't <laughs> tell me that. Did you listen to our episode? Not the that, second one. That was his dream. Was the direct music videos? Yes. Uh, is that my future? Yes. Am I Brent? Uh, now I'm dogging on it. That would be a fine life. Um, but no, I, I, I've written like treatments for music videos and stuff like that. And I, I think that might be something I still end up doing at some point. You should. Yeah. Just to try it out. Just to try it out. Yeah. Why not? Oh, okay. Yeah. The thing is, like, people are like, yeah, I want to shoot a music video. And then I'm like, cool. Can you, can you scrape up a few hundred dollars? Like, oh, you don't, you don't pay for it? And I'm like, all right. <laughs> all right. Why we'll, okay. Uh, oh, favorite movie. Oh, my God. Ooh. Sorry. I know I'm springing these guys. Oh, no. Mean Girls is my favorite movie. What? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Hands down. Good for you. Yeah. I love yes. I love that film. I watch it several times a year because it's a Halloween movie. It's a Christmas movie. It's a it's a summer movie. Yes. Um, she doesn't even go here. Do you even go here? No, I just have a lot of feelings. I love that line. Yeah. I um Mine, I have someone else asked us a similar question, but yeah. it was obscure movie. Favorite oh, okay. obscure movie. Um, and and I'm mad that I didn't say this one oh, on good. the last podcast. Uh, Running on empty <gasps> is a is a, a fave of mine. Uh, River Phoenix was nominated oh, yeah, yeah, for yeah, an yeah, Academy yeah. Award. I should watch and that. Uh, and Parenthood. Ooh. I love that movie when I was a kid. Oh, and there was this <laughs> other movie when I was really young. Oh no, I talked about that before. Yeah. I, I think we have time. I, okay. One more. Yeah, one yeah, more. One more question. If you guys can agree on Ooh. one. Okay. What? Go. Go ahead. Okay. Do it. This is kind of a strange one. Oh no. What rules or rule should actors be breaking? Oh snap! What yeah. rule? Or what a rules. question! I know, Gosh. and I'm gonna get y'all in so. We're much so rule oriented. Yeah, it is it very is. structured yeah. thing. But what? I mean, look. They should be breaking the rules of their. Of their mind <laughs> holding them back from making choices. Yes. You know, like, get the F out of your head. Yeah. What a and... way to finesse out of that question. Way <laughs> <laughs> right around that. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to rack my brain for a couple seconds and think of, like, an actual rule. Um, I mean, really answer I mean, look, no, the there, there are. There, there are. Ugh, I'm, I don't. You should park in the producer's parking spot. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. do that. <laughs> They'll love you. Um, I I don't know. Just like be be memorable in the right way. Like maybe don't feel like you should come in and and do it exactly by the book and and walk out. Do do something bold and exciting. See, even, we're setting rules. Yeah. We're well, yeah, rules. I'm setting rules on how to not break on how to break a rule. It's inherently a weird question. It is. Just, it is a weird I question, mean, but yeah, I guess this is a horrible ass question. I would. No, I would. It's a great question. I wouldn't live by rules. Yeah, just you know, just have common sense and good taste and be a smart person. Okay. Just do good. Do good things. All right. I was okay. I was about to tell a story. Amen. No stories. We don't have time. Yeah, for but a story. it's hilarious. <laughs> Go hurry. Okay, real quick. 
having callbacks for a movie. It was a bunch of little kids, and one little girl showed up, and she was not called back. Don't know why. Damn. Don't know why, but she was a little kid, and so we were like, okay, we'll see her anyway. She booked that role. Oh. Cause she just showed up to the showed up. I'm gonna do That's that. It right Don't there. anybody okay. do that. So now Justin has told our our audience oh, to just show no. up at the casting office yes. and not only that, but to show up on callback day. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. What what I'm doing right now is, You're fired. is weeding out the crazy trying <laughs> We can edit that out, right? Jess? No. But that's someone that broke a rule and it worked out. I mean, if you're gonna break a rule, realize that you're gonna get in you could get in trouble for it. All right. That's true. On that note. <laughs> I want to thank Robert today running the board. Yay. Thank you, Robert. Thanks ow, ow, to ow. Uh, Jason, our producer engineer who helps us edit the crap out. Ooh, also, shout out to Jason because he's one of the producers on Lost Bite. Boom. Love you, Jason. Hey, thank you. Soon. Thank you. He wears a lot of hats. We got some uh, some Twitter handles. We already did it. No, we got more. <sighs> at Talking Like Normal, at Glorioso Casting, at Jason Edwards TV, at Full Grown Mouse. Justin's on Instagram. Justin TC underscore underscore, but you don't have to pay attention to that because he hates it apparently. Um, hey, at Hun- I don't hate at, Instagram. I just at Hunna Burke. It's not the place to ask. I am given promotions now. No, you can't call me out like that. And- <laughs> Calm down. At Hunna Burke, H U N N A B U R K E, and at Terry Weibel, T E R I W Y B L E. The Twitter handles. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's Twitter. And Instagram. You got Instagram. Instagram. What's your Instagram? Oh, I don't do Twitter, but that's my Instagram as oh, well. Your... So perfect. Perfect. Hunter. My you... Instagram is m underscore hunter underscore burke. <laughs> Word. That's, that's my Instagram. Peace. We out. Oh, Ryan Adams, you owe me a song. Yeah. Talking like normal people is brought to you by mycastingfile.com. Create a searchable profile accessible by multiple casting directors who are casting major film, television, and commercial projects. MyCastingFile.com